<laughs> All right, guys. Special interview time here on Below the Belt Show with actress extraordinaire Laura Nimi. Um, you might know her from This Is Us as Marilyn Pe- Pearson. You might know her as Maggie and, and recently in Those Who Wish Me Dead. But she's got this great, unique, spectacular, awesome play that you, you got to check out, if, especially if you're in the Los Angeles area called Pool Boy. Um, Laura, good to have you back on Below the Belt Show. This is the second time. <laughs> Good morning. Nice to be back. What's up, Al? How are you? Yeah, good to see you and meet you in person. And Yesterday. Just, wasn't that fun? It it was fun. And I, I feel like I've never seen anything like that before. I mean, I'm so used to the theater. Right. Uh, but Pool Boy is a location play that's literally on um, a house in the Mul- Mulholland Hills of, of uh, the Hollywood Hills. And... Um, I mean, right at, right on poolside uh, where the pool is located, and hence the title is Pool Boy. Um, I think this is really unique. Uh, what are your thoughts on, on these new look? Like, I don't know if this is a new thing, maybe because of COVID, or is this something that's been around for a while? But these location well, plays, yeah, site-specific plays have been going on for a while. I mean, they've been they really uh, forever. And um, I think in New York, they were doing some. I don't know, about 10 years ago, it, got, it, it was, ha, was having this big resurgence of, you know, different homes they were going into and they were j- j- using different locations, churches, whatnot. But, um, yeah, I mean, look, the bottom line is we're still in the middle of this pandemic right. and we needed to. And this is what I love about my community is we pivot, you know, we figure out a way to keep the arts alive. It's in our blood. It's what we do. And so, um, hence Pool Boy, you know, this site-specific, COVID-friendly outdoor event that um, is just a way to still connect, still support the arts, still, you know, get to be entertained and see the arts and um, be safe, you know? And, and yeah. it's, just, it's such a... Um, it's my first time doing a site-specific piece, oh, so okay, it, cool. it, there was a learning curve for me too. It's like kind of like planning a wedding, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like where you have to, you you got the location, but you have to bring everything in. And right. so um, it's amazing how people just kind of rallied together to support this endeavor and to keep the arts alive. It's been yeah. really beautiful to to witness. Beautiful witness that not only is it COVID safe and, and friendly, it's it's just in Los Angeles, beautiful weather, breathtaking views. Right. <laughs> and just to see um, art uh, in, in front of me in this beautiful um, house in Mulholland. Uh, and then just looking over, you see this amazing view of Los Angeles. It's just, it's really breathtaking. Very, very I cool. Know. I think it's and, very clever. And cocktail, cocktail in tow. You know what I mean? It's yes. like... The pool boy wines, you know, came out full tail boogie and supported us. And so yes. it's, just, it's just a beautiful, lovely evening, which is, was my intention in producing this piece. Just something that just kind of where you can, you know, exhale for a minute and not uh, not have what's going on in the world in this pandemic be so much in your peripheral, you know? Yeah. So uh, I was wondering about how um, the writing went about. It's uh, written by Wendy Hopkins, who's from Second City alum, um, who's a Second City alum. Um, Wondering if you saw the location first and wrote about it, or did Wendy have in mind 
um, that it wanted she wanted this play to be site specific at a pool. I was wondering which was, way that went. Yeah, it was always a site specific piece that she wrote okay. during this pandemic. You know, okay, she cool. wrote this during you know the past year, and um, obviously you know the you, you know the subject matter, <laughs> and mm-hmm. um, you know I it I read it and I immediately wanted to bring it to a location because she was going to do it poolside at friends homes and whatnot. Right. Um, and I wanted to um, really, I'm a third generation Angelino. And so I love this city and I think this city is just yes. so beautiful and uh, California as well. It's just such a beautiful state. And so it's, yes. I wanted to have s- some kind of backdrop of the city uh, because I feel like it's a character in the piece, you know, it really is. And so i I felt like, okay, I was looking at different locations um, where I wanted to have like a panorama view, you know, and and be able to feel like you're part of the city, you know. And um, we settled upon Mulholland because, you know, it's so iconically L.A. And it's also it's it's one of those it Mulholland is kind of got this. And so why David David Lynch, uh, you know, has been intrigued by it. It's, yes. It's, it's got a mystery to it. That's almost a little bit of the underbelly of LA, mm-hmm. you know? And so it's, uh, you know, it's had scandal. It's had, you know, there's been, uh, people who have gotten in car crashes, right? I think James Dean was James Dean. I think, um, I think that's, yeah, yeah, I think that's how he died. Yeah. You know, just, yeah different scandals. It feels so kind of, you know, uh, mysterious and intrigue. Yeah. And so it lends itself to drama, right? And comedy uh, in a way, because, you know, I think David Lynch is quirky and weird and right. funny sometimes, right? So um, a lot of inspiration from that. Yeah, yeah. Very cool. Well, let's talk a little bit about the play itself. You play Glenn, which is a, a name you gave yourself because your, actual, your character's actual birth name is not uh hollywood enough or catchy enough as an actress i guess is that what you call yourself glenn well just to be clear this is written by the extraordinarily talented wendy hopkins who is such an incredible incredible writer um so it's just every every line in this play is just is so juicy and so filled and so Mm -hmm. wonderful so as an actor it was like oh my god this is uh, this is just so alive and truthful and honest and weird and wonderful you know we all got kind of mm-hmm. weird in this pandemic and i just felt yeah. like it really resonated <laughs> with me right oh my god yes um, absolutely so uh so yeah my character's name is glenn and uh it's a very much as you saw very much a hollywood story um and uh you know the extraordinary pat town who plays uh who plays bill has just so so wonderfully quirky and odd and i just love him i love him in this role i love this he does a lot of musical theater and a lot of broad stuff and in this role he's just isn't he wonderful he's just so wonderful in this role so both of you were perfect it's fun right the the, the onstage chemistry or on um pool deck chemistry <laughs> was, was fantastic um oh, thank you well, well, let's talk about so you're also the producer so um of this place so obviously uh how how did pat uh come into play uh, as as playing bill luckily enough the playwright wendy had 
hat in mind when she wrote this piece. Okay. So the play came with Pat. Pat came with the play, and we are the better for it. So mm -hmm. that was kind of a, a a decision that was in from the from inception. So yeah. And uh, of course, uh, you're the sole actors. Both you and um, Pat are the sole actors in this play. And um, yeah, those two two person plays. I mean, it's really um, dependent on uh, captivating dialogue and interaction. And, and you guys just did it so fantastic. I mean, just amazing. And I know with those on site plays, you have to project a little better for the audience, yeah. right? Do you find yourself having to, you know, project or try to speak up a little bit in that setting? Yeah, I mean, we're both theater actors, so yeah. I mean, there were a couple performances during this run where helicopters were going over or yeah. the next door started cranking some tunes. And right. it was like, okay, this is how we, this is, hey, it's theater. It's alive. It's happening right now. So we would have to kind of, you know, vocally go on top of that. Uh, but it's been, um, yeah, it's been, it's you know, it's been wonderful, you know, and as, as you see, it's also very intimate. So sometimes yes. on yesterday's show was very intimate. So it was really it quite like a pool party. I was just hanging out at a pool party and yeah. watching two people talk to each other. I love that. So the storyline itself is very interesting. Um, and I think a lot of actors can relate to the play because Glenn is um, an actress, an aspiring actress. And, you know, talking about the struggles and it, it's current to the pandemic, which is very contemporary. Um, and uh, some funny things that, uh, like, you know, like, uh, oh, I had to accept this non-union uh, commercial and things like that. It's, it's really funny. Um, I was wondering, did Wendy have any um, personal experiences when writing this uh, as, as a playwright or as an actor? Yeah, I mean, Wendy is an actor as well. Uh, yeah. You know, she's a comedic actress and uh, she's worked a lot. She's a Canadian, uh, a Canadian born actor that was in a lot of sketch comedy groups and comedy groups. And um, yeah, I mean, I think it's no secret, <laughs> at least in L.A., you know, mm -hmm. even even if you're not an actor, you know, you're probably friends with an actor <laughs> so that yes. you know a little bit of the plight of an actor Yes. Now, would this work in Missouri? I don't know. Maybe. I mean, you know, I think it's I think that the topics of isolation and connection and loneliness and, you know, finding love later in life and you know divorce and all these different topics, I think, are universal. Right. But yes. I do think some of the uh, some of the content in it, uh, you know, uh, about Hollywood and about being an actor would probably be missed, you know, in the Midwest. But in right. L.A., I think you understand. It's like the non-union thing has been on the table for a long time. It's right. kind of going on in our industry. And it's interestingly it enough, it's the SAG election uh, year this year for yes. new president. And so <clears throat> a lot of those topics are coming up again, you yeah. know. Are you Team Dresh or Team Modine? You know, right now, um, I'm really I'm gathering information because I've always been um, uh, united for strength. And, you know, I'm just I'm really gathering information because Good. it's such a precarious time for actors in this industry. You know, it really, really is. And I really fear for um, <clears throat> the younger actors coming up. 
you know, I really fear for them because, you know, look, I'm a veteran actor, uh, so right. to speak. And, you know, I, I have my pension and, um, but, you know, there's some real, real issues that I, I have concern about for, for the youngins coming up in the business who want to yeah. do this as the long game, not just as a, you know, hey, I'll do this for a couple of years, Side but as a long game, right? right? Yeah, <laughs> as a working actor, of course. Right? <laughs> yeah, so that is the goal for everyone, for sure. For sure. Um, just just a little bit more about the play. It's just, it's just, it's just, uh, it's just so funny and poignant and just, uh, um, again, a breath of fresh air, literally and figuratively, because we're in the, the house in the hills and it's beautiful out there. But uh, right. um, yeah. Uh, a very cool, a funny comedic aspects, and I don't know if because I have a very loud laugh, I was kind of laughing out loud in this play. <laughs> Some really, really funny moments, and uh, yeah, Glenn really puts it out there. Uh, she really wants a piece of you know, gold, doesn't she? It's <laughs> It's interesting because as an actor, yeah, you know, obviously in the funny moments, you want to be able to have people laugh at it, right? <clears throat> right. But during these this these performances, and I know this to be true for myself. There have been times where, you know, like it's it's just you could hear a pin drop for the entire play. And you think, oh, my God, are these people with us? Do they even? Oh, my God, this yeah. must be a really bad run of the of the of the play. And nobody's laughing. I don't know. And, and I know for myself that when I'm really intrigued by when I'm really there with these characters, mm-hmm. I am I'm like hanging on by a thread and I'm like quiet as a mouse and I have a cackle. So, you know, it's not to be missed when I laugh. It's, you know, it's, it's stopped weddings. And so, you know, it, it's, like, it's like, I just want to listen to every little thing that's happening. I think it's a real testament to the writing of this piece. You know what I mean? So, um, so yeah, it's, it's, it's just so fun when we can have people, uh, you know, we're so close in proximity in a way. I mean, obviously we're m- very well social distanced, but um, it's so intimate that we can hear people chuckling a little and, and you know, resonating with the piece. And, yeah. and just it's it's so much fun. And of course, this character playing Glenn has saved my saved my life this year because, you know, last year, I mean, look, these past two years have been you know, very traumatic, yeah. very traumatic times for a lot of people. And, um, absolutely. absolutely. And, so, and so what a breath of fresh air, what a breath of fresh air it's been playing this character, you know, who's truly like myself, mm-hmm. um, very optimistic and very, yeah. you know, but also a little weird. A little weird. <laughs> Do you still see a little bit of yourself in Glenn? Or? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. Very, very much. This is probably the the, the closest to me uh, of a character that yeah. I've ever played. So it's really, <laughs> I feel like it's handwritten. And so, yeah. Wendy Hopkins and I are kin in our brains. The way we work. <laughs> That's I great. Love it. And also the play involved uh, another central uh, plot focus in, in a dog. Yeah. And I guess uh, I won't go to the spoiler territory, but the dog is a, a yeah a big part the of the play. The dog is a huge part. Of this um, um, I guess without giving anything away, what was the dog when we did see you know, the dog? It's interesting because we had a lot. We had I know that I'm so glad you're bringing this up because we yeah. had a lot of conversations about the dog, the director. Yeah. 
and the uh, the set designer mm-hmm. and myself and the stage manager, we all kind of like, you know, how are we going to do this with the dog? Right. Right. And um, I think it's a really creative way that uh, we've handled it. And, um, you know, because you got to keep in mind, this is someone's house that we're we're you know, we're doing this play at, you know, this isn't our right. house. This is somebody else's house. We have to be respectful. So doing right. a huge set where we're, you know, all these huge, you know, enormous things that we're, we'd be doing. Um, we have to break this down every night. You know what I mean? Yeah. We have to break this down every night and, and put it back up and it's also somebody's home. So we have a timeline that we have to adjust to, you know, we have a hard out, so to speak. So we had to kind of make sure that we were doing it in a unique creative uh, way that uh, we could that could we could maneuver through it quickly. You know what I mean? Yeah. <clears throat> that wasn't going to mess everything up and do everything. Yeah. You have to see the play to understand what I'm speaking of. But uh, totally, yeah. Totally. So, uh, but it's you know I think we I think we did okay with that. Yeah. You know? it seemed seemed like a well old machine. You know the way you kind of had everything set up and and props are very important because you have to have the yeah. props and especially with your type of play. Right. Because with the stage, you know, you know, you you have all these extra hands and you have the curtain to close. But here right. you kind of have to have the pop props in the right spot. And it, it was evident right. when I was watching it. Yeah. 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 Very cool. Very cool. Well, um, well, we can um, see more about Pool Boy. You can um, check it out on, on Lost Angels um, Theater Company's website. And there's a yeah, link I, the, uh, I made it kind of easy for people, so um, yeah. they can go to poolboyonmulholland.com. Ah, even and better. Be directed to uh, our our website, poolboyonmulholland.com, and right. that's where we only have two more weekends left. I can't believe it. It's so awesome. it's so sad that we're going to be waving goodbye oh. to this. But what a beautiful um, what a beautiful thing to be doing this summer. Uh, and just, yes. I'm so excited to see people out and about. Yes. And and just and be it's very to, safe. Yeah. I mean, this is the, something. You, I mean, come on, get out of the house, people. Go see so, some art. You know. It's so it's so <laughs> great. And and social yeah. bands who have supported us with their, yeah. you know, if you feel comfortable, you know, wearing whatever color you feel comfortable in social distancing. You know what I mean? Right. Um, they've really they've really come to bat. I love how they've maneuvered through this pandemic. So you know. Awesome. Poolboyonmulholland.com is the website to go for tickets. And I want to uh, talk about some other awesome things going on. Of course, this is us, Lara. Uh, six seasons coming up, which will be the final season. Final season. And then for the 2021 Emmys, um, wow, uh, four nominations, Outstanding Drama Series, Sterling K. Brown for Outstanding Lead, Chris Sullivan for Outstanding Supporting Actor, and Felicia Rashad for Outstanding Guest Actress. So, mm-hmm. wow, that is fantastic. I mean, fantastic. I, every season, This Is Us gets uh, uh, Emmy, Emmy nominations or some kind of uh, you know, buzz. And yeah. that's how great the show is. What, really can we expect, is. Yeah, what can we expect in season six, for, for, especially for Marilyn Pearson, your character? You know, I don't know. We don't yeah. we we don't get privy to that as actors, especially on a show that has such a fan following. Yeah. You know, it's it's uh we don't know. I just you know, and I I wouldn't be able to divulge anything anyway, even if I did. Yeah, of course, but, yeah. <laughs> but you know, I do think I I know this to be true. The writers and Dan Fogelman and Ken Olin and just the entire 
cast there's so it's been they are so um conscious of the fact that this is a fan show this is for them and but also i i can't imagine them leaving uh leaving something undone do you know what i mean so i i things are going to be pulled together but there's always going to be i mean i've talked about this a lot with other people that there's always going to be you know somebody who's like ah why don't we why don't we know that end of the story or why don't we right you know there's always going to be some disappointment but i really i feel like they do such an incredible job and have done with all the characters giving equal time and just giving you know just dealing with topics that are you know, really hot topics right now, you know? So I, I yeah. And I one of the I, shows that brings up the pandemic, because a lot of TV shows and films like to pretend it doesn't exist. Right. I know. And bring I know. us into this escapism. They're but... always there. I mean, that's, it's been from, from the gate. They've always mm-hmm. dealt with things that are topical, um, you know, that nobody wants to really be, you know, dealing with right now, but that are what's happening in the world, you know? Yeah, yeah. Love that. Co- Feel very COVID, proud to be COVID nineteen exists in the This Is Us world. It does. I it does. Yeah. It's in the world. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. For sure. Now, do you feel that season six is a proper um, season to end, or do you feel like the show could go on a little more? I think that was always his his intention to just to do six seasons. Nice. I kind of dig. I kind of dig that about him. I kind of dig. Yeah. You know, it's 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 it's. It's better to leave on a high note, I always think. So, you know, I, I yeah, I mean, am I bummed? Would I love to be able to, you know, be on the show for many more years, you know, even as a peripheral character recurring? Sure, I would love that. But I, yeah. I do think if I was producing this, yeah, it's always it's always good to end on a high note. And, uh, you know, I think six seasons is, you know, everybody's going to be waiting for this last season. Yeah, absolutely. Hopefully uh, everything will be wrapped up, no loose ends, and uh, everyone right? will be satisfied. Yeah. Very cool. And two um, recent movies you did. Uh, let's start with the one that was a little way um, last year was the, the Last Thing He Wanted, where you played Olivia with Anne Hathaway, Ben Affleck, Rosie Perez, Willem Dafoe, and yourself. Um, talk a little bit about your character and that experience. You know, it's interesting. I shot that uh, two weeks in Puerto Rico and in Florida, and yeah. a lot of that, a lot of the stuff that I did did not make the film. However, mm. this is a very interesting topic for what's happening with a lot of actors. You know, they kind of mm-hmm. suffer from that shame game of, oh, all my scenes didn't make it. You know, I'm just that you happens know, sadly. Talented, or I must not be this and everything. And that's not the case. That's it. That I can't say it's not. It, ever the case of of course sometimes maybe it is but 95 percent of the time it has to do with you know the filmmakers overshoot as they should you know getting as much as they can so that in the editing room they can tell they can tell the story and so um yeah it's it was a wonderful experience i was very excited to work with d reese um who i think is an amazing director i i don't think this film um got enough, uh, it was always set up to, uh, for, you know, a Joan Didion novel. It, 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 mm-hmm. You know, the bar is so high. So, um, but um, yeah, I'm just really proud of, uh, of the way that I've been able to work with some of these filmmakers like Dee Reese, like Taylor Sheridan. You know, these are 
filmmakers right now that I think are doing some wonderful things. Yes. Very different filmmakers. You know, Taylor is just an incredible, he's an actor's director because he was an actor, a wonderful actor, and he still is. Um, so getting to work with these different directors, uh, you know, at the top of their game is like an actor's dream. You know, it's an actor's dream. So yeah. very fortunate. And, and, and I mean, another amazing film just like that is Those Who Wish Me Dead, where yep. you uh, play Maggie and you're um, working with Angelina Jolie, John Bernthal, Aidan Gillen, Nicholas Holt. Um, love Who the movie. May I say, Angelina Jolie, the coolest. Awesome. How, how did you like working with Angie? She's the coolest. I think she's the coolest. I'm a big fan. Yeah. I'm Aww. a big fan. Yeah, I'm a big fan. You know, it's so funny. You work with some of these A-listers and you're like, ooh. I know. It's going to be like. And it's been my experience so far that what what I really loved about working with her is, you know, you it's at that level, you have an entourage, you know, you have people you have to, you have to have people protecting you because, you know, there's a lot of people who want something from you. Right. Right. But she is also, um, you know, when you're her scene partner, there's, there's none of that. You don't see any people in the, you know, just you're, you're just two actors. And, um, that's not always the case with, you know, but she was just lovely and down to earth. So in between yeah. takes, you're you're going over the crafty together. I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what do you? Get? Uh, no, she's what? very, she's yeah. very down to earth, and I just, uh, I just think she's a cool chick. Cool so chick. rad that you got to work on that. This is a great. Yeah, I, I saw it and I uh, thought you were fantastic in it. Um, of course, that was on HBO Max, um, which I guess initially was supposed to have a theater run, uh, which it did, but because of the pandemic, they did that. What are your thoughts on the the dropping it on streaming? as well as the theaters. Um, and I, cause I know some actors have a problem with it, like Scarlett Johansson with, with Black Widow, but, uh, I mean, we're in, you know, unprecedented times where this kind of has to happen, you know, mm-hmm. do you have any thoughts on that? Yeah, I do. I mean, I have a lot of thoughts on it. First of all, this was Scarlett Johansson thing. I have my own set of thoughts on which, you know, <laughs> but the, 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 HBO, I mean, the the streaming versus movie theaters, I mean, you know, it breaks my heart, you know, it breaks my heart, you know, the yeah. Cinerama Dome is now gone, you know, the, yeah. the arc lights are, you know, it breaks my heart. These are filmmakers that have spent years, sometimes, a, a, you know, decades on mm-hmm. prepping for a film um, mm-hmm. to be seen, um, you know, on a big screen like that, not right. a big screen TV, but on a huge, in a huge theater with other people experiencing something together. It's kind of like theater, right? It's the same kind of thing. And so it's, you know, it breaks my heart right now, but this is what's happening. This is, we're, again, we're in the middle of a pandemic. My husband's always saying, stop saying that. Stop saying, but we are, we're in the middle of a pandemic. I'd like to say the tail end of it, but personally, well, (laughs) I don't know. We'll see. We'll see, right? (laughs) We're still in it is what I'm saying. We're still in it. Yeah. And so, um, and so, you know, it's, you know, you still want to get these, these, these pieces of art to people so that they can be, so they can have levity in their life right now. You know, the moms and dads who don't want to go out because they have little kids and whatnot, they still, they still need to be entertained and have, you know, and have levity in their life through the beauty of films. And so it's a tough one. It's a really tough one. I'm just, 
you know, we've, we've seen movies, we've been supporting the movie theater. So we have actually gone to the movies during this time. And so, um, but it's, you know, it breaks my heart because it's usually, you know, not, you know, it's not sold out or anything. It's not, uh, there's not a lot of people there. So hopefully it'll, uh, you know, people have to get back to the movie theaters. I know. They're just going to have to. Come on, guys. I see a movie like Those Who Wish Me Dead on the big screen. I mean, right? Yeah. just have to see that kind of film on there so well laura this is wonderful wow thank you so much for for talking to me here on below the belt show of course again uh pool boy on mulholland um only two more weekends two more weekends left to cats pool boy an amazing quirky unique funny um play that you can check out support the los angeles theater um, Laura, before we go, if you could let us know who you are um, throughout your accolades, pool boy, and you're on Below the Belt. Uh, I am at Laura Nimi on Instagram. So you can you can, you can can follow me there. Is that what you mean? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, well, you can say, hi, I'm Laura Nimi. Um, you can, oh. you might know me from, you know, This Is Us or the, the, Those of Us Dead. Or you can also check out Pool Boy if you're in Los Angeles and you're on Below the Belt show. Something like that. <laughs> hey! I'm Laura Neamey. I play Marilyn Pearson on This Is Us. And I am on Below the Belt with Al. Al, you're the best. How about a plug for Pool Boy? Pool Boy. Everybody come out and see Pool Boy. Pool Boy on Mulholland.com. We only have two more weekends left. And it's a socially distanced, COVID-friendly, outdoor, beautiful, uh, under the stars of... uh, on Mulholland Drive, it's just a wonderful evening. Come out and, and, and we'll see a poolside. Beautiful. Awesome. Thank you so much, Laura. Let's take a snapshot. One, two, and three. That turned out good. Okay, great. Laura, thanks so much. It was awesome. Thank you so much, Al. It was so great to see you yesterday. Great to talk. Yeah, great to see you in person, meet you in person. Wonderful play. Okay. Best of luck for the last two weekends. You too. Take okay, care. Bye-bye.